Welcome listeners. I hope that you're all well, healthy, and safe within your homes. This weekend is Good Shepherd Sunday. The image of the Good Shepherd is a powerful one that enables us to envision God's provisional and protective involvement in our lives. One of the most common and popular images of Jesus is that of a good shepherd. This image has dominated Christian art for thousands of years. If we have seen many stained glass windows, one or more of them probably had a shepherd theme. Those of us who have grown up in the church can close our eyes and envision a picture of Jesus the shepherd with sheep slung around his neck. The image of the good shepherd is warm, inviting, and personal. The image resonates with our desire for a vibrant relationship with God. And thankfully, Jesus' words that he is the good shepherd, proclaim to us that God wants a vital and meaningful relationship with us also. Jesus sets himself apart from other shepherds by identifying himself as the good shepherd. And a good shepherd has several characteristics that impact our lives in a very significant way. I look for sharing a couple of those with you this weekend in our message titled, I Am the Good Shepherd. We begin this worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Bible tells us that we are all sinful and unclean, and that we have sinned against God in our thought, in our words, and in our deed. Is this also your confession? If so, please answer yes. Are you sorry for your sins? If so, please answer yes. Almighty God in his mercy has given his son to die for you and for his sake forgives you of all your sins. Upon this confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called servant of the word, announce the grace of God to you, and in the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today our responsive psalm, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, 
and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let us pray. Almighty God, merciful Father, since you have awakened from death the shepherd of your sheep, grant us your Holy Spirit that we may know the voice of our shepherd and follow him, that sin and death may never pluck us out of your hand. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Our first reading, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 9 through 11. You who bring good tidings to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good things to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. See, the sovereign Lord comes with power, and his arm rules for him. See, his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms, and he carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. So far, our Old Testament reading. Our epistle reading, 1 John chapter 3, verses 16 through 24. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid his life for us. And we ought to lay our lives down for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brothers in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with action and in truth. This then is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything that we ask because we obey his commands and do what pleases him. And this is his command, to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he's commanded us. Those who obey his commands live in him, and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit he gave us. So far, our epistle reading. Our gospel reading comes from John chapter 10, verses 11 through 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays his life for his sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand 
and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. I lay my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not the sheep of this pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and they, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay my life down, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I receive from my father. So far, our gospel reading. Friends, if you would repeat with me and confess our Christian faith to God and one another by the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and of earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead and descended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From hence he will come to judge both the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. This is the word of the Lord I pray for all of us today. So one of the first characteristics we're going to look at in a good shepherd is that he lays down his life. Friends, every job carries with it expectations both written and unwritten, about what is necessary to be good at a particular job or endeavor. When a parent instructs his or her child to clean up his or her room, or maybe to take the garbage out, that parent has a certain expectation for that child. When a supervisor delegates a task to an employee, specific objectives need to be met in order for the task to be completed successfully. The question before us then is, what makes a shepherd good? One of the identifying characteristics of a good shepherd, which Jesus gives, is that a good shepherd is willing to lay down his life for his sheep. You see, sheep are easy prey for predators 
Shepherds must protect their sheep, fight off predators, and keep their sheep safe, even at the cost of their own life. The Good Shepherd demonstrates sacrificial love. In our Gospel reading of John, Jesus says, There is no greater love than a man laying down his life for another. The very core of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that God so loved the world that he gave his son so that all who believe in him live. Jesus not only was a needed sacrifice, he was a willing sacrifice. Jesus clearly points out that no one took his life from him but rather he willingly gave up his life for the people of this world. One of the marks of a good shepherd is overwhelming and steadfast love that knows no bounds to its expression. Such love will stop at nothing in order to enable itself to be known. The second characteristic of a good shepherd is concern. A natural expression of love is concern. Jesus says that as a good shepherd, he cares for his sheep and he wants the very best for them. The prophet Jeremiah echoes this thought when he says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. The good shepherd provides for the daily needs of all his sheep. God moves in our lives and in our world and provides for our daily needs. God's love is shown to us in this each and every day in practical matters of our lives. Concern is also expressed in presence. The good shepherd never abandons his sheep. Our lives may not be idyllic, and we may not, and we may encounter very difficult times. But Jesus has promised to be there for us. Like a parent who sometimes can't make things better for his or her child, but at least can be there with the child for support, strength, and comfort. In Psalm 23, it celebrates the good shepherd that walks with us even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The third and last characteristic that we're going to talk about today is the good shepherd knows his sheep. Sheep are not merely numbers to good shepherds. Good shepherds know their sheep, they understand their sheep, and they call their sheep by name. One of the unique teachings of Christianity is that 
God desires a personal relationship with us. God invites us to call him Father and wants us to be able to identify us as his son or daughter. The thought that the God of all creation wants a personal and vital loving relationship with each and every one of us is both incomprehensible and humbling at the same time. Still, it is true, God constantly invites us into a deeper relationship with him each and every day. God is never satisfied with his relationship with us. God always wants our relationship with him to be more grace-filled, more abundant, trusting, giving, and sacrificial. As we close on this Good Shepherd Sunday, let us always remember that the Good Shepherd is intrinsically good. They do not become good because of their behavior or loyalty of their sheep. The love of the Good Shepherd is centered in the Good Shepherd and not in the response of the sheep. We have much for which to rejoice today in the days to come. See, Jesus has chosen to be a good shepherd for us. Our lives will never be the same and contain unlimitless possibilities. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. In the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Friends, will you pray with me? Lord Jesus, our good shepherd, when we have you, there is nothing else that we want. You have led us to green pastures and quiet waters. Our soul finds rest in you. In our walk through life, guide us safely on paths of righteousness. Even though the valley of the shadow of death, comfort us when we feel like evil will overwhelm us and remind us of the blessing of your baptism. Thank you for your promise that we will dwell in your house forever. Jesus, during your ministry here on earth, you showed your power and caring by healing people of all ages and their place in life from physical, mental, and spiritual ailments. Take away the fear, anxiety, and feelings of isolation from people receiving treatment or under quarantine. Give them a sense of purpose in pursuing health and protecting others from the exposure to this disease. Protect their family and friends and bring peace to all who love them. For our fellow Christians within our own congregation, we pray that they would be blessed with patience and strength and that they would receive healing and restoration in accordance 
with the Lord's will. All these prayers and the unspoken prayers of our hearts, we pray in that prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We now receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Friends, I would invite you to join us at our Lent midweek Lenten service where we will be talking about uh, Isaiah. And the title for that message is There Is No Justice. Peace of the Lord be with you. God bless you all and have a good week.